Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And welcome to the Believe in USC podcast. I am Kristen Lago, joined by Lendell White. And honestly, there's no complaints for me on this morning today. Like, I've been in a good mood pretty much all season. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm, I'm wonderful. Um, I'm just, <laughs> I got the, you know, that, that glow going, that Southern California glow. Um, these boys have, uh, you know, they made us proud. Uh, as a former alumni, I can really say that, you know, this, this season has been a dream uh, to beat, you know, Notre Dame, to beat uh, UCLA back-to-back weeks in the, in the fashion we have. Um, you couldn't ask for a better season. Um, the, obviously, the, the job is not done by no means, but just being honest with ourselves and knowing where we came from last year to where we're at right now, we have to tip our hats to those boys, man. And, you know, they, they have played their asses off this year. And what a well, a great job you've done, Lincoln. You, I mean, for what you've inherited – um, I know you have a lot of transfers and I get it, but to yeah. put this team together the way you have and the way, you know, t- to fight every week, you, you've done an unbelievable job. So I, you know, I salute you for sure, man. Good job. Now let's start with talking about the game that got USC uh, sort of into this position, 11 and one, they finished the regular season. They beat Notre Dame at home 38 to 27, before we get into the atmosphere, because I do want to talk about that, because it felt the closest to like the Pete Carroll days of the Coliseum that I think yeah. USC has felt a long time. But let's talk about the game first. And I think let's start with the man, the myth, the legend, the guy you believed in uh, from day one, quarterback Caleb yeah. Williams. Yeah, he's um, he's just shown us exactly what kind of guy he is. Um, I, I can remember early on, like you said, when we first started this, I said, you know, I remember I, when I first met him, you know, he said, his goal was to, I mean, he had a whole bunch of goals, but I remember one of the main goals on there was to win back-to-back Heismans. And I asked him, you know, like, how do you, like, you know, like, how do you, can you really fathom that? And you like, but just after talking to him and you just understanding who he is, I, I could I could see that vision for him. And then <clears throat> also seeing him play off of that Texas-Oklahoma game alone for myself, after seeing him play in that game and the way he came in unfazed and brought those people back, and, you know, took over that team. For me, just him being another year deeper in Lincoln Riley's system and getting to know him and just that to me was, you know, just clear evidence for me to say he was going to be a Heisman front runner. And then I also know, like, when you win at USC, you know, you get those awards. But, see, people didn't understand when I said at the beginning of the year, when you get on a roll in those teams, when you start winning games and you believe, and then now look where we're at. We're 11-1 and one with an opportunity, to, you know, to become Pac-12 champions. And, you know, I mean, God willing, if anything, if everything aligns right, we can, you know, end up being in the top four where I said, you know, from the beginning that it was all possible. <clears throat> you know, when you come to SC, you you, you want to win a Pac-12 championship and you also want to play in the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. But we'll take any, yeah. you know, bigger bowl or any college football playoff in front of that. So they have done an unbelievable job turning this thing around. But I've seen I, I've seen it from the beginning. I knew Caleb was going to be special. I'm glad that you know he's playing for us Trojans, but um, he's he's one of those kids. He's 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 like it doesn't come around this often where we get to see yeah, this kind of greatness. Like because it. I mean, I've played with some great. I've played with some really good greats. Yeah, you know Matt Liner, and you know number five, the, the goat. You know President Bush, 
And um, I'm sure when they when they talk about this kid or when they talk about like the plays he's able to make and what he's able to do, I know they even like, you know, they light up talking about it. And those are two former Heisman Trophy winners. And, you know, hopefully they can welcome him to the club here shortly. I think he's done everything in his possibility. I mean, everything that you imagine to do, especially, you know, in, in that type of game to seal the deal the way he did and, you know, running for 80 yards on one of those plays. That and, you play know, was absurd. I rewatched yeah. it probably like five times and I still don't. Like my brain can't comprehend it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're sitting there like, throw it away. What? You know, yeah. you're like, there's so many emotions as a fan running through you. But then, you know, you're like, listen, this kid's out there and he's in this mode and he's in this game for the re for a reason. So I let it go. You know, you know, as much as I'd be like, hey, let it like throw the ball away. Yeah. Like he's like, hey, he's found whatever it is in him that he, you know, to make him go. So Man, it's just amazing to sit back and watch. But that I think that run where he went to 80 yards and, you know, and then sealing that deal, like. That's when I was like, okay, Heisman. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you were we, doubting before, you watched right. that play, how do you not think Heisman? I mean, when you think about the back-to-back -back games he's coming off of, 500 the week before, and then you're coming into a rivalry game where everybody knows it's not that simple to come yeah. out come out with a victory. Um and, you know, we've seen Oregon go down in Corvallis. Like, mm -hmm. you, you see it. You, you're you supposed to win, but sometimes in these rivalry games, Things anything happen. can go. So, it was just, I mean, for him to, you know, just go out there and know what was on the line. Because yeah. we knew that the Heisman was on the line. We knew that the, the, the playoffs hopes was on the line. And for him to, you know, show up and show out again and on that level, I mean, come on, guys. What are we talking about? I think he, I think he deserved the Heisman. Um, he definitely showed that he's, you know, more than capable of showing out in the big time games when you need him to. So I don't see what we're waiting for. I think he'll be crowned Heisman sooner than later. I know. I'm hoping. We'll see. But you know, a little West Coast bias always yeah. hurts us a little but, bit. So I mean, I've seen, I've seen D Dugan or Duggan. I'm, I don't forgive me if I'm pronouncing it wrong. I've seen him playing TCU. Um, I've seen CJ Stroud play. He's yeah. a dope player. I've seen these guys play. I'm not taking anything away from them. But yeah. what I'm saying is, if we're talking about a top 10 team in the nation for the last two, three weeks, what we have been seeing on film and what the numbers have been saying, yeah. like the bias is not, not yeah. yes, the bias isn't there. You know, like it's like when Hooker, when Hooker for Tennessee was balling out for back to back weeks and he beat Bama and he, you know, he was. Yes, I can see why you hyping them up because the numbers were there to, to back it. When you talk about numbers and to seal a deal or what's your, your Heisman moment last week for that 80-yard run and to seal a deal against the 15th rate, you know, Notre Dame that has, hadn't lost for eight weeks straight, I guess. Let's be honest. That's that's a Heisman, you know, campaign moment. So I was proud of him. And, you know, it didn't phase him. He's over there having fun on the sideline, yeah. striking the pose. The that's what you're supposed to do in this, in the moment. Like, live it up. It, like, rail in it. Because, you know, this stuff doesn't happen every day. So you got to enjoy it. You know what? You used the phrase, you know, showed up and showed out. I was obviously impressed with the offense. I have been impressed with Caleb all season long, Mr. Consistent. I was impressed with USC's defense and the way they yeah. came to play against Notre Dame. What did you think about the unit? Um, I, I, I've i seen a – I mean, considering the quarterback only didn't complete a pass until I think like the third or fourth quarter. But listen, I can't complain. When yeah. when you get turnovers or when you get the stops when necessary or needed, I, I have nothing to say. Um, again, you, you would like to see – um, you know, a little bit more pass breakups, you know, some pass deflection, something like that. You, when a guy's in the zone like that, going 11 for 11 or 12 for 12, he's seeing the field a little different. So, um, but I, 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 you know, my hat's off to those guys for just saying with it. Um, 
you know, you guys, we, we can say what we want, you know, about Grinch or whatever we want about his defense. But again, he's 11 and one. And, and these last couple games, when they needed to make a play, they found yeah. a way to do yeah. it. So, you know, that's what it's about. You know, sometimes it's not going to be always fun in the blowouts and everybody's getting 49 to zero. Sometimes you're going to have to fight those ugly wins and get those ugly wins. But that's what creates character. That's what, you know, un gets the team to understand that they can fight and they can win these ugly games. Sometimes they're not. And this is exactly what we need going into this Friday game. You know, we lost by two about on a two point conversion last time. It was a close game. Of course, we had some athletes that went down in that second half. Um, no excuse. But I think th those games after we lost to Utah now and getting in some of these games where you had to fight, fight and claw, so to speak, um, that gives us character for now when we go into this championship game to give yeah. us championship pedigree to understand that, listen, these are going to be certain things we have to do to win. You know what I mean? So, and then, you know, seeing my dog, Eric, back out there. I know, uh, I, I can't, yeah, you know, to me, you know, I, it's every time you look up, you see him in there making some type of player. He's around the ball. So, mm -hmm. um, and this is his first game back in, you know, I think like five, six weeks. So it, it's exciting to just see these guys and, you know, everybody getting healthy, you know. Um, I'm not sure where Jordan is. I'm, I'm, I think he, I seen him back out there. Hopefully, you know, he's pretty healthy for this game, but it's just a great time to see it. Austin Jones. I, I was about to ask you what you thought yes, about sir. Austin. Yeah. Austin, I've been saying, but I have been saying this for weeks. It's like, I just seen the talent on this team. Um, I don't have to be in that office every day or on oh. those. Like I've seen those kids play at, on the Pac-12 level for years. I've seen Austin Jones run stuff over in Stanford. So I'm thinking on a better USC team with better athletes, all you do is rise your play or raise your play rather. So it's natural to see, you know, Austin having a great um, second half to this season, you know, after T-Die went down. But again, the job's not finished. I can't wait to see him in this championship week this is what stuff is built on this is what we go to sc for yeah this is a championship game and, and it's like nobody's really giving us a shot in hell they want us to lose so they can try to you know fit ohio state or somebody else in there over us but you know if you're a trojan this is what you dreamed of especially coming from last year you were four and seven you're 11 and one now with a chance to go to the cfp like what motivation do you need other than that? Like when you look at what you came from to where you're at now, that's all the motivation you need, especially me. I know like I'm over here, you know, I'm I, so hyped I, think right I have now. chills. Right. Cause I'm excited to play right now. But if you're a fan and you just seeing like, just knowing the opportunity that lies ahead, I don't see how like, you know, I don't, I don't see how those, those guys don't, you know, they're not ready or they're not their own motivators at this point. You know, they, Again, Caleb knows what's at stake. You know, some of these guys, you know what's at stake. And if you're a teammate and you know that we can get this guy and we can seal this and we can have this mm -hmm. moment for us as well, like, it lives with you forever. I played with two out of three Heisman Trophy winners, in, you know, in three years. So it's like, I'll never forget it. We had three in four years. So it's like, that stuff sticks with you forever. This is what, like, legacies and, you know, this starts off the, the you know, a, a new era of Lincoln Riley football. You know, we've been talking about Pete and the parallels, but this this is now where you can draw your own parallel to yourself, where you make your own forever, you know? So I'm excited to see it, man. I'm babbling and excited, but this no. is just an excited time, exciting time just to be a Trojan, right? I agree. Yeah. I think people are finally buying into, which is nice because I think, I don't know, because I've never obviously played football, but I can assume that, you know, as a player, you want to see the crowd in the game. You don't want to see them leaving early. And I think for the first time all year, this was a game that was packed to the very end and it was loud. Yeah. 
till the very end. And I haven't seen the Coliseum like that in a long, long time. So. And, and it's nice you say that because when I think about like who was there, who was all like, I'm like, it's, yeah, you're right. You, when you look on the sideline, you're looking at Will I am Roddy Rich, um, you know, just, you, it I feels like a USC on a, game again. It's, that's yeah. USC. Of course we're in Hollywood. Who doesn't want to come the check Snoop out some video stuff? with Caleb? I was like, yes, we're going back you, to the, like, know, well, I love this, this flag. Is, this is USC yeah. football. This is why you become a Trojan. I know everybody around the world is like, yeah, he's no, but when you see this and you can see like what you can get out of, out of, you know, balling at USC, that's exactly why you become a Trojan. And I, I guarantee you, Caleb, Jordan, um, Mario, yeah, uh, the guy from uh, Gentry, um, and the, the other linebacker from, I think, Bama, Mm-hmm. 53. Yeah. Um, oh, Shane Lee from Alabama. Oh, Shane, oh, yeah. Shane Lee beast. Like, I know. And I know, listen, Shane, I I, see, I know Tusk, I know you've been winning. But when you're winning out on the West Coast, it's a whole different. <laughs> different feeling, man. So, yes, this is an exciting time, man. But just, you know, the, the job's not finished. We got to go out here and whoop some ass this weekend. We owe Utah. We owe Utah payback. It has to happen. And let's talk about that Utah game. I was listening to Lincoln Riley's like press availability. And I think the media, obviously the fans touting this as a revenge game, but I think Lincoln was just talking about how, you know, both teams are very different than the first time they met. I guess, how have you seen USC come along since that loss? And like, what do you think is going to be the key to, you know, avenging it a little bit on Friday night? Well, obviously, we know that that tight end had a, a monster day on us. But, you know, like he said, when you say the teams are different, we've lost um, since that point. Uh, I mean, that was our first loss, and I don't think Utah has lost since then. So, you know, the, the, we those are teams that both believe in themselves a different way. They have a different confidence. Like I said, when you when – you, you know, lose like the way you did versus Utah, but then you bounce back and have these games where you you have a close games, but you find a way to get it out or you you find a way to win. Mm-hmm. Then that you know that builds a lot of character within. So I think that you know personally, I just think that these these USC kids know what's on the line, mm-hmm. and like Lincoln said, we're different from the first time because now we believe in what Lincoln's saying. Yeah. Like now you have belief. Like he showed you for 12 games, you're 11 and one. If you basically listen and do what we tell you to do, we'll have an opportunity to win these football games. And every game that we've been in, we've had an opportunity. We could be 12 and 0 right now, which is crazy, but you know, that's what's crazy. We're one point or two points away from being 12 and 0. So I know that that there's just it's a different belief within those that group of kids, um, and even in that coaching staff, they know that they can get the job done. So, um, with all these players getting healthy, and you know, this is just this another clash. You know, it's, again, it's not gonna probably be no rollover game. These yeah. guys know that they 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 beaten us, you know, and they've been beating us for the last couple of years. So they have the upper hand. That's the best part about this. We yeah. really have nothing to lose. You know, like if we go out there, we're really paying upsets because they are the former Pac-12 champions. They've beaten us uh, the last time out. So when we go out there and if we, you know, if we win, we beat them, we'll have the upper hand. So um, listen, again, if I, there shouldn't be no more motivation. If, if the kids are searching or if, you know, they're searching for any kind of motivation out there, all they got to do is look right and left and be like, man man we were four and seven we have a chance to play for not only a pack 12 but maybe a natty there's no more motivation than that like what are we talking about you know i'm curious just your perspective on that i hear a lot as a reporter you know like players will be like oh we're playing with like a chip on our shoulder even if they've been winning but like because people don't think 
yeah that they're going to win this game or like they're already just impressed that they've gotten this far like how much does like having that chip on your shoulder actually like help self-motivate or like help the team i think it's big it plays a major part and even in even when you are winning it like like you said and people were like oh well they're winning but maybe their schedule isn't, isn't that good yeah it's because of this it's like yeah like we can go shut up and prove everybody wrong like you you can sh- like there's always going to be haters, but you could take that. Like, that's why you, you walk around with that chip. You want it. You, you want people to keep doubting you. You want these people to keep saying you can't do it because that's the best thing is when you show up, you get to go out there and play this game. And then when you prove them wrong, what, what can they say now? It's like, what can you say now? If we go out there, well, I, I mean, just thinking about us and when we went, when we won so many games, yeah. our chip on the shoulder was like, like, even though we're the best, we still want to be, be like, we still want to be great. Like we want, like, this isn't enough for us. Yeah. Like we don't need all the outsiders and like everybody, it doesn't really matter. Like our own chip lies within here because we still aren't, we don't believe we have, you know, reached the epitome of greatness yet. So mm-hmm. it's like, what are we going to do within each other? Like we should have our own chip on our show. We haven't really done anything. Yes. We're 11 and one that looks cute, but we haven't done anything at the end of the day. If we don't win this game, we're not champions. We'll be 11 and two, not champions. Ain't no telling where we end up and you go win another bowl game. But that's what I'm saying. Like then where's your legacy? Yeah. So now you can, you can shut everybody up, you know, and, and prove to everybody that this is where you guys belong. And this is exciting. If you, if you're not again, motivated by what you can do by your own success, this isn't the place for you or this isn't the, the university for sure. Again, we got a high. This guy, he's about to win a Heisman Trophy. <laughs> it's been years for since then, but it's like it's once just that like happens, it's blowing to me. Every time I think about it, I just think like, God, USC was four and eight last year. Like I keep saying four and seven, but four and eight. That's even horrible. I can't believe how horrible we were. Four and eight, and now they're in the top four in the country. It's, it's it's amazing what a great athletic director can do with a with a great game plan. He goes and get a great coach. When a great coach has a great game plan and he sets it forth, and the kids listen, and they are willing to, you know, so to speak, die for it and understand that this is what we're in it for. That it changes the world. I told you about the snowball when that when it goes rolling down the hill. Like sometimes it's hard because it gets it just rolls, and that's what happens. They 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 believe, and that belief just can be, gets bigger and bigger. And once it's going to be hard to deal with sooner or later. So that's why I'm just, you know, it, it's early. I know we're excited. And yes, it's it seems like, you know, that's why I don't want to get it too ahead of ourselves. That's why this I want year them one. <laughs> right. And that's why I also want them to understand that. But this is just because it's year one doesn't mean They're that. They're setting the foundation. Right. Set it. And now like, we can run with it because nobody expected us to be there. We did though. That's the thing. The best part about us children, we <laughs> always knew. Like that's the best part about it. So yeah, everybody else doesn't matter. It's when you come when you believe in yourself and, and you play a Trojan ball, this is exactly what you get out of it. So yes, let's go win this Pac 12 championship and prove everybody wrong. Before I let you go, always gotta ask out. Oh, I know I don't think it's gonna be a rollover game either. Meanwhile, my mom was telling me she thinks USC is gonna win by three touchdowns. Very yeah. ambitious. Um, <laughs> what do you think the score prediction is gonna be? Um, I just, I feel that we do win, uh, I think by a couple touchdowns, I just feel like USC is on this train right now where they understand exactly what they have in front of them. And, um, you know, like, I don't, I can't put pressure on, I'm not in there. Like, there's no pressure. If you, 
and what's pressure diamond you make diamonds out of pressure so let's go so i mean i think we went by a couple touchdowns and this is just the game where you know again another game where caleb just shows the world you know like yeah this, yeah just go ahead and give me my heisman he seals the deal completely um i think lincoln riley also knows that so um yeah. I, I i also see austin jones has an, another huge day just because i think they will sell out in this past game so much so um yeah i i expect the trojans to win and you know I, I'd probably be like around a 42 35 or, or you know 28 game something like that but It'll be a nice back and forth game, but we'll pull it out in the end. And, and yes, we'll win our first Pac-12 championship in what, like three, four years or something like that. Yeah, I think <sighs> since I was in college, yeah. <laughs> Which sounds amazing, man. So yeah, let's go, fellas. Fight on. Just quickly, you think USC wins Friday? There's any way the committee doesn't put them in the top four? Well, just thinking that, I mean, because if you look at our schedule right now and you think about where the Pac-12 is, I don't care. You can say SEC, S, do all that if you want. But when yeah. you look at where the the Pac-12 is right now and what how many ranked teams are in there and how many we've beaten, then I don't see how you don't. Like, I know there's some other teams out there, yeah, you can consider. But when you consider what USC has done and where they come from, I don't see how the committee leaves those guys off of there at all, especially if we have, we win big here. Yeah. I think Utah is, what, top 12 or something like that, top 10 yeah. maybe? Definitely so top like, 15, yeah. Yeah, so if you, that's yeah. that would be our third top 15 victory in, in, in three weeks. So I don't see how you don't. You know, that's that's more than proven to me. And then you have a guy that's showing out on the offensive that's side of the ball yeah. with a Heisman. Yes, I think that, you, yes, if with a big victory this weekend, yes, I think we might be going to the playoff. All right, your words to God's ears, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it'll be fun. Either way, though, guys, man, my hat's off to you guys. You guys have fought y'all's asses off this year and definitely given us something to cheer about and be excited and happy about because, uh, yes, it was looking – you know, we have frowns every week, but again, we you give us something to be excited about. So we want to let you guys know first and foremost that thank you. Yeah, you guys have done that, man. So, but the job's not done. Let's go. They've made it a lot easier to say I'm a USC alum. I'll tell you that. I'm telling. <laughs> now I'm sure. again. I'm like, yeah, I went to USC. Yeah, for real. You can say it. Even your friends are like, man, I'll see your team. You yeah. get all these texts. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. So yes, fight on, fellas. Exactly. All right, everyone. This is the Believe in USC podcast presented by Bet Online. USC kicking off in the Pac-12 championship game, number four in the country, taking on Utah on Friday night. We'll be back next week to break it all down. And as always, fight on, my friends. Fight on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.